you just hear we're recording in progress. You're like, fuck, better, better shape up, better shape, better wake up. What's up, Max Ornate Nation? Here we are. We're back at it, doing the damn thing. Jeff, I'll tell you what, dude. The last few weeks have just been hell. Like, yeah, they have been. Like trying to get we talked about like, okay, Tyler, while you're out at the range, we could still do the podcast. Just go somewhere. We'll do the podcast. And it just didn't work out. We did none of that. We did none of that because the closest place for me to get a Wi-Fi connection that can handle streaming is 35 minutes away. And is our Wi-Fi not handled streaming at the range? No, Mm. that satellite shit is not reliable, bro. All right, we got to get some. Uh, Maybe we, we got to upgrade to the Elon get the, Starlink, the SpaceX, the Tesla, yeah. the the Elon Elon satellite. So, anyways, it didn't work out. It was a busy, busy. Basically, it was like PR one, roll right into basic LE sniper course. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, it was PR PR three. PR three and then basic sniper course and yeah. then PR one, like back to back to back. And it was just, it was a lot. It was exhausting. It was a dirty, dirty individual out there. Right. But thank God for 24 hour fitness and, yeah. you know, being able to go there, relieve some stress, take a shower and then get back out to the range. It was a good time. Some awesome training. So I can't complain, and it was nice to be there to execute that, you know? like, Yeah, but it was a lot of classes back-to-back there. So this trip was just you at the range for two weeks? Pretty much, yeah, the whole time. So, But, I mean, I can't complain, man. It's it's our company, and got to get out there and got to do it. It is what it is, you know? But doing these things, like – what we're going to talk about today is two fundamentals, right? Bone support and natural point of aim. But you look back at how you evolve, right? Because in the class, I show videos to the students, like especially when we're talking about recoil management. And everybody kind of like gets this, this look on their face when I tell them natural point of aim is not body alignment. And they're like, what? Oh my God, what? And I'm like, look, it's not. If you hold the rifle like you're shooting NRA high power, you're going to have a natural point of aim. But your body alignment is all fucked. Yep. Body alignment is directly related to recoil management. And so we start talking about this, and I'll show videos. And I got some videos on there of, like, you know, other people, like high-profile people in this industry that cannot manage the recoil to save their life. And then I've got videos of me and it's like, hey, this was taken in 2018, 2019 when I thought I was the shit and I was doing really well. Boom, take a shot. And I'm like, where'd the recoil go? One mil straight up, one mil straight up, like five shots in a row. My recoil is one mil straight up. And it wasn't until like, I want to say 2020, where we started diving into deep, deep conversations about recoil management. And what the effects of that are. And then it changed our philosophy, right? So you grow, you should be growing as an instructor and as a student of the rifle. Yeah? Yeah. I have our, I was just actually looking through our 2020 
I think it's the 2020 advanced sniper book, whatever the, uh, yeah, the, that Dude, one I'm, I'm looking I'm, at, and I'm looking at going, there's, there's so much good info, but there's some stuff that needs to be updated, updated and added. Yeah. I know, sure. dude, I've already started working on it and it's not shrinking in size. It's just getting bigger. Like, so yeah, I think that's going to be the last order of those books. I'm going to try to have the version two done um, by the time we order the next go around, because there is a lot of things in terms of recoil management, what to do with your non-firing hand, like principles of supported positions that I've updated or modified. Like there's a lot, dude, there's a lot. But that is part of the growth. I don't know if I see it with everybody, right? Um, one, I feel like there's still certain things being taught out there that haven't been improved upon from these people for 12 years, right? It's the same oh, yeah, for sure. 12 years ago. And I'm like, come on, we got to, we got to, there's got to be an evolution here, right? As we get better, as we get a deeper understanding right what do they what do they say if you can't explain something simply then you don't know it and yep you know so i'm tired of hearing these excuses when i'm sitting in the class i'm like who's heard of natural point of aim before and they're like well i've heard of it i'm like all right cool explain it to me and they're like uh so they'll ramble something off i'm like you can't use the the word in the definition right that's that's not that's not explaining it to me i'm like do you have kids yes all right how old well i got a i got a a five-year-old and you know i got a one-year-old i'm like all right cool take the five-year-old explain this to them think about how you have to explain this to a five-year-old break that shit down as simple as possible and they're like i'm like yeah so natural point of aim doesn't include body position right it's your connection to the rifle so I wanted to talk about this because one, everything we do is habitual, right? Mm-hmm. I sent you a video of who was it? Achilles, Achilles heel. Yeah. He does a lot of good stuff, right? But I still think that we all have room for improvement. I know the guy I've sent him targets. He used to use our targets before he really blew up his name and pushed his marketing, which he's doing a fantastic job at. But you watch him do his, and he's got this really cool fucking drill that he does where like you get a card, it's a man card. Everybody gets mm-hmm. one. And then you have to do this drill. And if you don't execute the drill in the prescribed time, you got to give up your man card. It's fucking genius. I love it. I think it, it puts you in your place, right? And mm-hmm. it forces you to reach a certain standard or give me your fucking man card, bitch. You know, like. I dig the fuck out of the drill. So I'm watching him do this drill under night vision. And the first thing I saw was he, he's got his pistol and he pulls the slide back to look at the chamber to see if there's a round in it. And I'm like, wait a minute. When I teach all of our law enforcement courses, when I teach our military courses, anything we do at night, I try to force us to be in blackout conditions But if I have red light on for safety, if I catch you looking at that chamber, I'm fucking coming over and you're getting an earful, right? I'm not going to let that mistake go unpunished. Why, Why is it a mistake? Well, because when you're in darkness, you can't see the chamber. And it's like, what the fuck? 
Why are you looking at something that you can't see? Shouldn't you have a method? Yeah, that... I mean, the administrative portion should still be done under under darkness, um, especially if you're training, uh, you know, night vision. And it should um, be identical to daytime. Be, yeah, 100%. You know, so when we do brass checks with our bolt guns, you lift, you slide back, you reach. Oh, I feel brass I'll there. Feel. I'm good to go, right? With your gas gun. Put the mag in, send the bolt forward, drop the mag, did the round change sides. Like we have these methods. And so get to the natural point of aim part, right? He does some good drills and he had this drill that I saw online today where it was the pro card and it was a student of his doing the drill. Now he executed the drill in the right time, right? And they have this thing where... They're there, they got their rifle, and before the drill starts, they're allowed to sight in and kind of see where they should be. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. It's, it's common practice, right? Like every time you can get a free look, take a free look. For so, sure. And notice this guy comes up, gets his position, brings his rifle down, beep, he comes up, and then you see the rifle's got to move. So even in carbine shooting, even in pistol shooting, even in rifle shooting, there is a natural point of aim. And if you want to be faster and more accurate, then you should be searching for that natural point of aim. That's those habits that we build, right? Yep. Now, the dude still made the drill, so it's hard to sit there and say, like, well, you made the time, but let me tell you where you sucked. You know, like, yeah. it's hard to do that. Uh but it is something that as you're trying to climb higher and higher and higher that you need to start looking at, like, even though I did this correct, even though I succeeded, what could I improve? Right. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of guys that can go out. Um, I, I can name a, a bunch right now that I can go out with, we can go train and, and they can shoot lights out. Yeah. But they're forcing it the entire time and there's under no stress. This is a range environment. So they can get behind a rifle and they can go 10 for 10 at 800 yards or whatever they're going to be. We can move uh, yardages, but every time they get in a position, they're forcing that position, taking the shot. And they've just gotten so good at, at forcing it and muscling things yeah. um, in a non-stressed, easy environment, which doesn't necessarily always equate, well, doesn't ever equate to, to real world uh, you know, execution. Yeah. And so with PR1, kind of going back to the long range side, what I was having the students do is, one, we always do the natural point of aim drill. Mm -hmm. I know some other people will start doing it, like, hey, check out this drill. It's so awesome. We've been doing this for 10 years now. And you lay down behind the rifle and you shoot with your eyes closed. And mm -hmm. when the cops are doing this, when the cops in the basic sniper course, I'm like, all right, we're going to shoot with our eyes closed. Everything you do has to be perfect. You have to be in a perfect position. You have to have the right alignment. You have the right natural point of aim. Your trigger press, your breathing, everything's got to be done by feel. And these dudes on like day two are shooting tighter groups with their eyes closed than they but that's are. That's always been the case. I, it's always I, been I, was the case. I was explaining this to, to Thomas the other day of, of I'm still continually amazed, even when I go out and shoot it, that I can still to this day shoot a tighter group with my eyes closed than I can with my eyes open. Yeah, so I mean, like it's, it's that's the achievement of natural point of aim. And like, how do you level up? Well, you level up by being able to achieve natural point of aim with your eyes open. 
mm-hmm. right? Without forcing the gun. And so what we do is like, hey, I want you guys to get down in position, shoulder the rifle, settle down, put your rear bag in, look through the scope. Where are you aiming? If you're not even on your paper, get the fuck up, reevaluate how you approach the rifle, and let's try it again until every time you get behind the rifle, you're on paper. Then you make small adjustments to fine-tune that natural point of aim, right? But it's forcing you to do those things that you don't want to do. Who wants to keep getting down and up from the rifle? I mean, yeah. I mean, building a position is boring. It is. <laughs> just there's there's no way around it. It's just boring. It's it's like going to the driving range and hitting fucking wedges for an hour. Like nobody wants to do that. You want a rip driver. Yeah. You know, you want to go out there and just get behind your rifle and pull the trigger. So that's the boring part, but that's those are the details that make you better. It is the details, right? And you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, all these crazy basketball players that talk about like every day before I would go home, I'd have to nail 50 free throws in a row. Think about that, dude. 50 free throws in a row before you allow yourself to go home. And if you miss one shot, start over. Back to starting over. It's like, I hope you got a ball boy, at least somebody to grab the ball and toss it back to you, you know? But, dude, that is the level. So natural point of aim, very important in terms of efficiency and not fighting the rifle, right? People people talk about like, well, how can I get more precise? How can I get more accurate? Well, one, your natural point of aim is going to allow you to aim more steady, right? It doesn't have anything to do with recoil management. It's just going to allow you to aim at the target without fighting the gun. If you notice, there's a little tick, right? Some of the videos I'll show of these high profile shooters is when they're on target, you could see the reticle is trying to move right and they're forcing it left. Are they hitting the target? Absolutely. But they still have deficiencies in these small little areas, right? So you want to be more precise? Stop fighting the gun. And the way that you stop fighting the gun is natural point of aim. The other one is bone support, right? So bone support, when I start this topic of conversation, because these are the first three fundamentals we talk about bone support muscle relaxation natural point of aim mm-hmm. if you look through your rifle scope and you see like okay here's a question for you jeff you look through your rifle scope how do you know personally and maybe you know this answer maybe you don't right because the last time you actually sat through my class i did not describe bone support this way mm. right this is, again, you're always learning, always evolving, trying to get better at how you explain things, how you understand them. So you look through your scope, you're looking at the target. How would you tell if you don't have bone support? What would be an indicator of, damn, my bone support is trash right now? If you uh, have, For me, I take a breath. Okay. I, I take a deep breath. If you uh, have bad natural point of aim, you have that that dominant side the reticle's trying to go to, right? Mm-hmm. So you have left and right movement in the reticle. With yeah. bone support, bone support's built from the ground up. So if you have a failure in any type of bone structure between you and the rifle, you're going to see vertical movement that you can't get to stop, right? Yeah. And, you know, 
breathing is a good way to check your alignment. When you take a deep breath and you see that reticle go straight down, and when you exhale, it comes straight back up, your body alignment is perfect. Your natural point of aim is right there. But in terms of bone support, right, whether it's a prone position, you're shooting from some type of barricade or structure, you're on a tripod, if you've got any type of movement vertically that you can't control, your bone support is not where you think it is, right? And it's funny, you'll see this a lot where, you know, people try to shoot from a certain level of a barricade. So they throw the rifle up, they're in this position, and I'm like, looking at them, I'm like, take a shot. So take their shot. I'm like, how did it feel? And they're like, it was all right. You know, I had a little bit of movement. You know, I'm trying to, my wobble zone. And I'm like, let's talk about this wobble zone shit. Why do you have a wobble zone? Because you're failing at all of these basic fundamentals, right? I'm like, look at your position right now. You're in a double kneeling, right? Here's what I want you to do. Close your eyes for a second. Keep the rifle on your shoulder. You don't have to have your head down, but just close your eyes. Keep the rifle on your shoulder. And I just want you to relax, like kind of slouch over, sit, like relax, drop your shoulders, like let your body release that tension. And then they'll boom, their body will drop. Their muzzle goes up. And I'm like, it's all right, now open your eyes. Where's your fucking muzzle right now? And they're like, oh, damn, I'm over the target board. I'm like, yeah. So for you to hold that position, you had to shrug your shoulders, lift your torso, and now you're fighting this position. And that's adding to that fucking wobble zone that you're talking about, right? So not only is it important to, hey, I need bone support, but how do you know that you don't have it, right? You have to understand all these little intricate details because the more you understand about that fundamental, the more you'll be able to tell yourself, I have it, I don't have it, here's how I get it, right? Yeah, and I think, I also think the longer that you're in one, the longer that you, you're you in one position, the easier it's going to to know whether or not you have bone support because that's when your muscle fatigue starts to set in. Oh, dude, I used to, you know, I still reference this back when we used to have to shoot the rifle range in the Marines. You sit there a week before you go to the range, they got a 55-gallon drum with little targets spray-painted on it. And you're sitting there with your rifle, iron sights, your parade sling, and you're trying to find the perfect position. So when you relax and you sit there and you're in this position for 10 fucking minutes, your body is starting to give way. Yep. Your body is going to settle down into a position that it can literally support itself with its bone structure because its muscles no longer want to do the job. So you're sitting there and you're like trying to find the perfect position and you're doing it to the point where we're spending eight hours a day snapping in to find the perfect position for standing, kneeling, seated, right? Even prone. So four position, eight hours a day for five days. That's the amount of dedication put into, do you want to pass the Marine Corps rifle call? Because if you do, you got to pay your dues a week beforehand. You can't just show up to the range like, I'm here to shoot. I'm going to take it off today, you know. Don't work like that, man. You know, unsupported shooting is a whole nother beast. Now, I don't think it should be a qualification all by itself, but I do think that it shows you and teaches you a lot just in terms of bone support, muscle relaxation, mm -hmm. at your point of aim. It's huge, huge. But the amount of time dedicated to the snap-in process where you're sitting there and like a cross leg, 
you know, Indian style position. After a while, you're just sitting there for so long. You're like, my fucking back hurts. My, my legs hurt. Like I am stuck in this position. And you, after 30 minutes, you have finally found that position that you can be stable because your muscles refuse to work for you anymore. Right. Yeah. We used to, I remember my, my, my sniper leader, our monthly qual was just that we used to have to take our fucking 15 pound bolt gun, <laughs> um, and go shoot at a hundred standing, kneeling, all unsupported, just holding the rifle. Yeah. And it was just exhausting just over and over and over again. Uh, and you know, and in my early days, I'm like, this makes no sense why we're doing this. This is so dumb. Yeah. Um, until, you know, you start to realize it's not about that. It's about learning and building bone support in any position you have. But yeah, th those days sucked. Yeah. 100%. Right. But it, you know, it taught you something looking back. Those baseline fundamentals fucking matter. Yeah. You know, so that's what I want to cover today. Kind of top on bone support and what it is and how you recognize if you don't have it. And then same thing with natural point of aim. What is natural point of aim? It's you and the rifle's aiming point. As soon as you grab that gun and you shoulder it and you look through the scope, that's your natural point of aim right there. So what, I, what I've always described it to, to my students is if you can get behind your rifle and you can take a nap, wake up and still be on target, you've achieved it, <laughs> right? Like you should be able to get behind and be so relaxed and everything's you so chill. All of them though, right? I mean, yeah. You Bones should be able to just find your zen and and take a nap and then your, your bone support, your your natural point of aim, everything is solid. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the the you know, hey, how do I how do I know I have natural point of aim? Well, if you can't pick up that you're fighting the rifle and you got this little tick movement, get behind the rifle, aim at your target, close your eyes. Who cares how long you close your eyes for? It could be 10 seconds while you take a breath, it could be one minute open your eyes. If you're not anywhere close to that fucking target, you don't have natural point of aim. But I tell you what, when you open your eyes, wherever that reticle is, that is your natural point of aim. So now how do I get that onto the target? Move everything. <laughs> Move everything, right? And it all starts everything. with your hips and legs. Move yep. your hips. Rifle moves as your body moves. Yeah. But too many times we see this. I'm in position. I close my eyes. I'm relaxed. Ah open oh shit i'm off to the right and they just you just do this i just do this right i just yeah. move my body it's like that's not no that's not right right so anyways i know you had a rough night you got the oh. baby you're tired yeah. you gotta catch some z's before you get out of here so it's just a short episode today man but it's good glad we're able to hit those fundamentals that we had talked about but we'll get after it again tomorrow after you catch some z's and get back on that saddle buddy we'll do it tomorrow all right, everybody, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for your support. I'm Tyler. That's Jeff. We're out of here.